There's a standard blessing that old Jewish people say upon seeing a large crowd of our brothers and sisters. Blessed is the master of secrets, She'ein Daitem Zulazu. No mind is like his, Ben Kutzfeim Zulazu. And no face, no visage is similar to his. He is completely unique and individual in every respect. There is none like him in the world. One of the preeminent Pharisees of the ancient Tanaic times went by the name of Ben Zoma. He deviated from this practice. He had his own way of doing things. He said, Bara, call Ela Lisham Shani. Blessed is God that gave me all these people. Remember, he's saying all this in front of a large crowd of people. Blessed is God, he gave me all these people to serve me. Now, from the outset, this statement can seem puzzling, perplexing. It can seem bombastic, arrogant even. Coming from Benzoma, such a great man, such a great sage, so lofty. How can he say something like this, so outrageous? <clears throat> Rechaim Friedlander, one of the rabbis in the 18th century, likes to posit an answer. He does this by illustrating it to us with a parable. I invite you all to close your eyes for a second and imagine a great feast, a marvelous spread right out in front of you with all the delicious delicacies and drinks that you can imagine. This roast with the meat just falling out, just falling off, you can just pull it apart. Dark chicken with the meat just falling off the bone. Apple crumble, crisp to perfection. Chocolate chip cookies, the chocolate chip melted just right. I say that because I don't like when chocolate chips are melted, it hurts my teeth. It's a great feast, it's beautiful. Now, at this table, there's a guest. We're going to call him the Orach Tov, the good guest. He looks around, and he says to himself, wow, how lucky am I? How fortunate that I am here at this feast, enjoying and benefiting from the generosity of my hosts, the generosity of his children, Look at this marvelous cup of wine I have in front of me. There's dark wine, light wine, dry wine, sweet wine. Look at this cake I have in front of me. Look at this cookie. Everything the host and his children did, they did for me. He's so happy. He's so grateful. Now, let's turn our gaze to the other side of the table. There's someone else sitting there, another guest. His brow is furrowed. His eyes are downcast. He's not so happy. He says to himself, this is great, but I have one piece of cookle in front of me. I have one cookie. I have one. At the end of the day, it's an amazing feast, but, you know, I'm only benefiting as much as I can benefit. Whatever the Baal bias, whatever the host and his children did, they did for themselves. I happen to be able to mooch off a little bit. 
Okay, he's not so happy. What a striking contrast. The disparity, the dichotomy between these two people is amazing, staggering. Two people could be enjoying and they have completely different mindsets. Why is this so? Now we have to note that these are both exaggerations. Obviously, the whatever the Bob is doing, even according to the code, the good guess is not all for him. Why does he imagine that it is? Because he knows that in the course of the preparation, they know that they're having a guest. And therefore, they are preparing for the guest. They're creating a little bit of extra food, a little bit of each course. We want the guest to feel comfortable to be able to take what he's able to take with complete freedom of mind. Therefore, in a sense, it is all for him. And he's very happy to enjoy. Now, the Orochara, the bad guest, why does he have these negative thoughts? I'll leave you in suspense for a second. Because he knows that once he actually significance, he puts significance, he puts weight to the deeds of the host towards him, he now indebts himself to the host. Whenever you receive something, you indebt yourself, you obligate yourself to the giver. And that's not a nice feeling. Naturally, it's not a nice feeling. There's nothing wrong with it. But the Orach Ra knows this. The bad guest knows this. And therefore, he minimized the goodness that's being done to him. Really, nothing's good is being done to me. Really, I'm just here. I, I happen to be a side thought. And I happen to benefit. But in his mind, he's minimizing it. That's the difference between the Orach Ra and the Orach Ko. It's all about the perspective. Ben Zomu said, Barakal blessed is the blessed is everyone that can serve me. Didn't say this out of a bombastic sense of his own importance. He viewed himself as the Orach Tov in this world, the guest. He's a guest here in this world, a temporary guest. And while he is here, God is enabling him to derive benefit from this world, enabling him to serve him, enabling him, giving him the opportunities to give to others. Therefore, Orach Elish was saying, blessed for him to give me this opportunity. He feels grateful. I think if we take the singular perspective of the Orach Tov and we turn our minds to the positive, if we, have, if we are grateful to the people that do good to us and give the proper things that we can give, which we are entitled to give them and not to minimize it, but rather give them things and have that, that positive viewpoint of the Orach Tov, I think we will have much more fulfilled lives, much more happy lives, much more productive lives, much happier lives. I give a blessing that we should all be able to reach this goal. Thank you very much for joining me today, and we'll see you next week. Thank you for coming.